Do you ever you ever hear a story where yes, like it just triggers a memory in, in like in your mind that you totally forgot about? I think yeah, yeah, I have. I had that like uh, I think on Sunday or something. Mm-hmm. Like I was just I was playing I was playing a bit of Dead Cells and just letting YouTube kind of go off on the recommendations. And it went to one of Mark's Markiplier's like animated uh, shorts or what he have or whatever he has for like uh, his podcast. Yeah. And he was telling a story about how uh, when he was when he first going went into college and he was rooming with uh, Bob and like them talking about like uh, bunk bedding their beds but doing it in the stupid way and not asking adults for help. <laughs> And I was like, ah, oh, what a what a fucking moron. And then like as I said that, I was just like I, I was just like, oh no, wait, I've done the, I've done similar things. <laughs> <laughs> and I was I I reminded myself of a story that when I moved in f- when I moved into college freshman year, I I was rooming with a guy I, I didn't know anything about. Like I I had one phone call with him just to kind of introduce yourself or whatever, but I didn't like talk to him much at all up to that point. So we got the idea that, uh, so we, you, you could have, you could buy like, you could spend like $20 for like a loft and lofter Mm -hmm. beds. Like you rent lofts or whatever. The only problem is with them is that they, they delivered them to one building all the way across the, um, the campus. Okay, so you go, you go, you go pick it up all the way to campus, and of course the building I'm in is the furthest building away from that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we sat there, we lugged them all across on, on a, probably like the hottest day of the year. I don't know, it, was, it felt it was so fucking hot, and we're just like, all right, we're lugging them all the way across. We did it, we got there, and we're also on the top floor of the fucking thing, and it doesn't have like an elevator or anything like that. So you got to walk oh, it up no. the stairs. And you're just like, all right, we got, we're up there. We each got our lofts or whatever. We start putting it together. Uh, so it's it's kind of just like some metal things, and then you take like the frame of the bed and you just kind of put it on top. But mm-hmm. the thing is, it's two bars across the, across the thing or whatever, and you set your bed on there. Now, you're supposed to tie those down with like some zip ties. You're supposed to get with them. Yeah. We didn't have the zip ties. They must they must not have been in our kit. Um. <laughs> and uh so we just kind of throw our beds up there and like the like the same college kids we are we're just like it'll be fine (laughs) so we went we went to bed that night and it's like ice skating on your bed like it's just like holy fuck you feel like you're gonna fall up here like this it's like they're like tall lofts too Mm -hmm. so i'm just like all right well he wasn't doing anything i wasn't about and i wasn't about to do anything because reasons and i was just like all right night we went to bed that morning i found <laughs> apparently his bed fell off the thing like while he was laying in it it fell hit the ground i didn't wake up somehow even though it must have been loud as fuck uh and he's like on the ground and he just kind of like pushed it in so that way if i fell you know i wouldn't fall on top of him and like he was perfectly fine like it just plopped right onto the ground and he probably just bounced a little bit and I'm just like, oh. <laughs> and I'm just like, man, if I had just like gone back, if we had just like walked back and you know not been lazy about it, uh, we we would have been fine. Uh, <laughs> we still didn't tell anybody. We still didn't go to like the the office or anything about it. Yeah. Uh, instead, we just got rope. 
and we tied and we tied our bets down. And that's and that's just what it was for the first year. Oh jeez. <laughs> oh man. I was just so it's so stupid. I'm just like I can't believe I was like I forgot about that entirely. Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of That's Just Gamer Talk. I'm the Gamer124. Join with me, as always, is Tom Cruise Can't Lose with the nice little glare on your uh, camera, I just realized. Yeah, uh, yep, tis the season for uh, for Jesus Christ to bless me with his ever-loving light. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, but how are you doing today? Part of the curse of filming right next to your window. I'm doing great. Yeah, that's why I move my I move mine more towards the inside, so that's why it's not right next to the window anymore. I had to uh, spend about an hour and twenty minutes uh, getting my uh, my Arby's today, but uh, <laughs> aside from that, yeah, you accidentally ordered it to my place. <laughs> Tell me that. Oh man, that's really funny. Um, I so, actually thought about texting you, being like, "Hey, are you home? We can still what, hang what, out today." What time did you do that at? Uh, about two o'clock. Oh yeah, I was not gonna be home. <laughs> yeah, I figured. No, I uh, I was not home. Uh, so yeah, we took off last week, so we got some stuff to go over. Although there wasn't like a ton that happened, I guess. I mean, you were talking about how there was like more people that were pulling out of E three. Do you know what they were? Because I I didn't even see that on my radar. Uh, Ubisoft and I think uh, EA are both pulling out. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Uh, honestly, what is EA working on right now other than, like, Jedi Survivor? That's coming I'm out soon. not sure. I'm not sure either. Like, I, I'm sure it's a lot of stuff that they have aren't ready to announce yet, if it is. Like, I... Because isn't there, like... Wasn't there, like... Uh, they said that they were going to make more Mass Effect after the Legendary Edition, right? Yeah. Oh, shit. There are also, um... Uh, also, Sega and Tencent also pulled out of E3. <laughs> Who the fuck is going to be there, then? I don't know. A lot of indie games, I'd have to imagine. You'd think they would just want to go to Summer Games Fest, though. Why? What's the point of any of them going to E3? Or even, like, what was it? Was it this weekend or last weekend? It was PAX East. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there were a lot of games shown off during PAX East. <laughs> I was like, I watched most of the Final Fantasy 16 thing, and I was like, that was cool. Mm-hmm. You know, that, honestly, I think if E3 was just, like, kind of what PAX East is, is, like, doing with, like, some of theirs, like, like, and honestly, mm-hmm. it's like, they, obviously, they rent out these these sections and, like, these time slots to these things, like, Final Fantasy 16 had thing, I'm sure a few other things had, I just, weren't mm-hmm. on my radar. And they literally went over gameplay showed off some things like that you know just show it off the game itself and it looks awesome it looks amazing if you haven't looked at that stuff go do it it's awesome and uh but i'm just like and it's just like it's just like a conversation with the developer and then them just showing off the game and i thought it was i thought it was a nice cool time showing off everything that everyone had a bunch of bunch of different questions on nice but I don't know. Maybe that's because I'm old. <laughs> I was recently on the the gaming subreddit, and I saw an art. I saw a topic that was posted that's saying our old gamers killing game, killing the gaming uh, industry because. And they actually had like good points. Uh, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm not like it wasn't like just like it wasn't just like a rant saying, "Oh, it's you know all these bunch of geezers." Yeah, it's not. It was. Down. It wasn't just that. It was like okay. 
it was what comp like like companies like Sony and um, Nintendo, especially because they were comparing Pokemon um, to it as well. Like, would Pokemon be as successful as it was if it didn't have all the kids that grew up in the '90s with the OG Pokemon games? Like, would it still be as popular as they are, or would it be like the highest grossing of all time? Because a lot of people who buy Pokemon just buy it for nostalgia factor. Mm-hmm. And I go, I mean, that's a fair point. I really don't know the answer to that. Probably not, honestly. If I already guess. And then, because I feel like a lot, and I mean a lot of that game is built on its nostalgia factor. Oh, absolutely. It's like it's why they still add the old Pokemon. Like they could just go with newer Pokemon, but they keep they keep old classics in there because that's what old gamers want. <laughs> that's what like if I like if I were to buy Scarlet and Violet, it's like mm-hmm. I would want those old Pokemon in there, even though they've been in every game basically since their launch. I don't know. I, I I thought that was interesting, and then like just the amount of remakes and uh, remasters that are also out as well is part of that. Yeah. And, and I'm just like, because those games wouldn't do well I if it see wasn't where for nostalgia. This is going now. Yeah. So it's like it's basically that a bunch of companies are now spending time remaking and remastering these games rather than making new games or or adding on additions to current games, like new mm. installments of current games. And I was like, huh. That's actually an interesting point. Like, if well, is it because of our love for old ga- are the, these old games? Like, is that the reason that we aren't ge- we aren't seeing more new IPs or whatever? And I was just like, I don't know the answer to that. I think I think it's like a fifty fifty. I think it's definitely playing a factor because, un- unlike a, a creating a new game, like un- unfortunately for Spoken, it's a safer bet. Uh, because they know there's already an audience for uh, for that kind of stuff out there, and they know basic, and they have an easy way of capitalizing on it. It's it it's an easy. I'm not. I don't want to say it's an easy way to make money, but it's less. There's less of a risk factor going. Yeah, in. exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The point. It's like it's less of a risk factor. It's like what was it? Um, I was recently talking to another friend of mine who was just like oh man all movies are basically just like sequels on sequels because he was like he was like talking to me about like how john wick 4 was like he he was he was on the fence of whether or not he wanted to go see that and i'm just like well it's always because they make like they make just make like bad sequels to movies and stuff like that not calling john wick 4 a bad sequel or because i've never i haven't seen it nor have i heard reviews of it but just using it as an example is that you make bad sequels and they still make money or maybe like fast and furious or transformers is a better, is a better comparison to that. But I mean, Friday the 13th got eight movies and none of them are good. So, <laughs> But it's like, it's because they that. keep making money rather than going with the weird obscure stuff. Like there's a reason yeah. why people love everything everywhere all at once. It's like, it's weird and different and exciting. And it mm-hmm. won best picture because of that. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, and it's like he was talking about all, all the Marvel stuff. It's like half the Marvel mm-hmm. stuff anymore isn't even good anymore. It's just because it's Marvel. It does it does well. And I'm just like, hey, you're not wrong. I, yeah, that's true. <laughs> not wrong. I don't know. Like I enjoy I enjoy some of the Marvel movies, but like there's times I'm just going like, yeah, Thor: Love and Thunder made money because a lot of people went to go see it. <laughs> doesn't mean it's good yeah 
Yeah, pretty much. So, like, yeah, that, that, that was basically what I was, like, comparing games to. And I was just like, huh, that's interesting points that I, I, I mean, I kind of knew, but I was, like, yeah. instantly thought of. And I was like, and you brought it up. It was like, Forspoken, I think part of the reason why Forspoken failed is because the older generation is more social media, which is weird to say because you'd think that yeah. the younger like gener- the younger generation is more like social media, I guess. But like when you really look at it, the more outspoken people on Twitter are usually the more older groups. Yeah, unfortunate. Yeah, that's but yeah, that's that's the unfortunate part of it, ain't it? But I was just like, and that was partially why like everyone was just talking about how cringy it was was or whatever and then it just everyone just decided oh it's a bad game before even actually playing it and how that is apparently that is just a syndrome for making sure that games fail for some reason yeah so and yeah. a lot of companies will see that and they won't want to take the risk on something new so they'll again just go with something up uh, something that's that's safe and I would say that people are getting tired of just games getting remade all the fucking time, but that's clearly not true. Like mm-hmm. RE4 just came out and it sold what three? three it said three million in two, in two days, days or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's like I don't. I think that there is definitely a desire. Like I, I, I don't want to like say, oh, shut down all remakes, all remasters for every game out there. Yeah, but. At the same time, it's like don't spend all your time. Don't make the next year or your next big release. You like your big releases be like, here's another whatever, such and such or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, here's another remake of this game or whatever. Or like, what what, what was it? So there, there's, there's the supposed rumor for Horizon Forbidden or not Forbidden West for Zero Dawn. Mm. is like that, oh, yeah, game, that game's getting a remake but that but that game doesn't need a remake they don't need to no, waste their no, time doing that remake but sony mm-hmm. is <laughs> and speaking of bat speaking of remakes last of us pc uh the last of us part one pc apparently is just buggy as hell and going up there is one of the worst pc ports out there I, that was a nice transition i like that and i was just like but- I was just like, what? Really? And I'm seeing, I saw some of the screenshots. I've seen some of the other things, and boy, is it rough. Like, long as hell loading times, I'm hearing it crashes every 20 minutes. Yep. It's pretty obvious that they, you know, rushed that out to meet the, to meet the show. TV show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Twitch, I go, why? <laughs> it's already out on PS5. Oh, I man. guess. Whatever. I don't know. I just I just thought that was really funny. I'm like, wow, I can't believe it because usually and it's like did did Naughty Dog do this PC port? I doubt it. No, it was uh Iron Will I think it was it's called Iron Will Studios. They also did the remote uh for Metroid Prime. Iron Galaxy, that's it. Got it. Man, when is PC going to get some love when it comes to games? It's like... <laughs> it, it always feels like the PC port is half... half the, P- the, it, the PC ports are always seems like always seemed half-baked, it feels like, for big AAA games. It's like... That's because AAA games focus on consoles. And, yeah. the, and it's like, you know, that's fine, considering, you know, The Last of Us is a 
well, was a PlayStation exclusive. So it's like, of course, they're going to make it better for, you know, their, for their for their console. But at the same time, it's like, yeah. if you're going to port it to PC, make sure it works. <laughs> and and like, like you said, I think you're absolutely right that it, they were trying to get it out in time for the show. Just what for whatever well, like, reason. Yeah, the, the show is super popular and they're they're thinking, oh, people are going to want to play the game because of the show. Let's get it out on more platforms. Let's get it out on PC. Okay. And yeah. Okay. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> oh man. I mean, they'll fix it. Um, I but man, it just it's it's always rough when games like when games come out that bad. The only game I can legitimately think about that came out better on the PC than the consoles is Cyberpunk mm-hmm. 2077, which I find is hilarious. <laughs> Although I will say you needed a good PC for that to work and Yeah. <laughs> You did. You did need a good PC for that to work, uh, but yeah. Uh, maybe one day a game won't launch really buggy. <laughs> I'm hoping sixteen Final Fantasy sixteen will be the first. Come on, Starfield, you guys can do it. You can do it, Bethesda. Be- we believe in you. The 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 studio that's not known for buggy, glitchy messes in the first place. Clearly. No. They'll get it this time. They'll get it right this time. Dude, I, I imagine since they delayed it so many times that they're, uh, when they actually put it out, they're just going to be like, please, God. Please, like, God. Let, just let please. Just please make it work. <laughs> and then uh, somebody's going to go to a planet and they'll see like a dinosaur walking upside down or some shit and some dude in the Bethesda offices are going to be like, damn it. Every time. Every fucking time. Why? But you know why, man. <laughs> Those games are too big for their own good. I don't know. I Sweet th- Don't they use like a really weird like uh, engine too? Like it's, the, it's their mean, own engine, isn't it? I, I mean, it's a creation engine. And the creation engine is great. It's really mod friendly, but... And they're using the Creation Engine 2, whatever the fuck that is, for Starfield. So, yeah. The whole thing with the Creation Engine is that it was super old and they refused to make a new engine. Or just use a different one for Bethesda's games. That's right. So what'd you think about the Gollum game? (laughs) Because they put out the trailers for those. I think it looks like a video game. I mean, it it looks like something. I, I... I, I really can't we I mean we were talking about this before we started, but like Yeah. I can't shake it, but Gollum just looks so unnaturally weird. And maybe that's because like I, I was pointing out I was like maybe it's because of our comparison to the to the movies or whatever, but it's just like it just it just don't look right. I don't know if it's the hair, I don't know if it's just the model itself. It is the worst model in the game, which is so fucking confusing to me. Because you think he would be the best one. Like, out of all the shit in-game, he would be the nicest thing in it. Yeah. I, I don't know. It, it's just like... And I really don't know what the hell the story is, is going to be other than just running from the the Nazgul and Sauron and whatever. But I'm just like, okay. You play as Gollum doing... Stuff. Fucking something. <laughs> just tottering about, I guess. Like I don't, I don't know what, like what, what are you gonna be doing? What do you, what's the point? What are we, what are we, what? I don't know, I don't know. 
I don't know. And you know the thing that really bugs me about this entire thing is that the game itself, outside of the Gollum shit, it looks good. Graphically, it's a pretty appealing game. Which is why I'm like, so you have all these high-res models of stuff in Middle-Earth, and you're putting it in a, in a fucking Gollum video game. You couldn't have just made anything else in the Lord of the Rings universe? You, you, you're you dedicating it to this? Ah, uh, I don't know, man. It's so fucking weird to me. Yeah. It, de- it, definitely, it definitely is strange. Like... <sighs> I don't. I don't. Like I said, I don't doubt that the Tons of- the, the the developers spend a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of love into this game, but it just mm-hmm. it just don't look good. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't really know how many people are excited to play as Gollum either. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even know the trailer came out until you mentioned it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't either. My brother, my brother, I was just sitting with, I was talking to my brother and he was just like, yeah, did you, cause he likes to just, uh, like occasionally look on the Sony YouTube page or the yeah. PlayStation YouTube page or the Square Enix or whatever. And it was on, it was on their, uh, it was on their YouTube channel and I was just like, oh, so he just watched it and he was just like, this doesn't look good. <laughs> I feel like Speaking it's good. Games- I feel like it'll be like, it'll just be like another one of the Lord of the Rings games that just falls into obscurity. You know, it's a game that I've seen so little hype around. Was that? For as much as, like, Xbox likes showing their games off and shit, why are we seeing nothing about Forza Motors, the new Forza Motorsport? That comes out in, what, like a month? No, it's still just 2023? Would it be be Forza 6? Uh, 8. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it's supposed to come out this year. They kept saying yes. It was apparently supposed to come out already by now. So I'm just wondering, because I haven't seen anything on it. I'm one of the only people I know that's actually following this game pretty closely, but it's like we still have no release date. Don't have like an extended gameplay reveal for it. I just feel like for most people, it's like racing games are not, you know, high on people's priority list. Yeah, I guess. That's 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 what my general thoughts on that. But you ready? Are you ready and excited for Counter Strike Two? No. <laughs> I'm just surprised it's actually happening. <laughs> yeah, I am too. When when I, the I, when the whole when the whole thing came out like a week prior to it or whatever I know this is like a week old at this point but it's like but the week prior yeah. to it all happening it was like there was an update for Counter Strike and then it was like people found like CS:GO two or CS two or whatever files and I'm just like you you're fucking reading into it too much and I'm like nope <laughs> week later it's real and I'm just like wow that's incredible <laughs> I couldn't believe that. But now we can uh, now we can you know continue the uh, trend of, um, of them just only making twos of games, not three. This you know Valve still can't count to three. I mean, if any game's gonna make billions of dollars like Valve wants, it's gonna be a new Counter Strike, I guess. That is true. 
Here's the thing with Counter-Strike 2, though. It's going to play identically to Counter-Strike 1. It's basically going to be another fucking Overwatch 2 scenario. So, like, just why is it being made at all? <laughs> Money, I guess, but... They probably see a lot of people moving from Counter-Strike to Valorant, and they were just like, you know what? I think it's time to make Counter-Strike 2 just to shut down Valorant now. You think people are going to move from Valorant to Counter-Strike? I mean, too? a lot of people a lot of people have said that, they, that they're planning on it and I'm just like, "Wow, okay." All right. I've seen I've seen a lot of people saying, "All right, we buckle up, boys. Get it get out of the Val- get out of that Valorant. Let's go to Counter-Strike 2." <laughs> I'm just like, "Okay. Sure. You do you, man." Are you excited for Counter-Strike 2? I no, guess. No. No. I played no Counter-Strike, and I played a little bit of Valorant, and time I spent with Valorant was the single worst gaming experience of my entire life. So I'm not excited for this. They're I just, don't it's just not. It, it's just not an appealing game uh, to, to me. It's just like, sure, people who love first-person shooters go for it, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm just not, I'm not the demographic they're going for. No. Fucking you excited for this year's E3? Hell yeah. No. no. That awesome thing that's totally going to happen still? <laughs> right. God damn it, E3. What, you, what, what have you become? <laughs> you become obsolete. That's what you become. Yeah. And <laughs> we've we've seen this coming for years Oh, absolutely. Now. Uh, we there were times where I did wonder, hey, I wonder if it's going to bounce back, if it'll ever really come like it used to be, and just fucking no. All right, Everyone's but, doing their own show now. But let, let's, let's be real for a second here. Mm-hmm. How much do you want to think, how much do you want to bet that them announcing that we're going to do our original plan for like 2020, that was just like, let's bring in all the influencers and make a fucking like clown show of ourselves uh, pushed a lot of people away. It's like Sony was already out. Nintendo had been out for a while. Microsoft didn't want to fucking deal with that. I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sitting here going, this is also a weird point because like, I, I think ha- I, I think we also said that like, because all these games that we're getting recently are the result of probably delays from the COVID time when everyone was working from home. So now everyone's just dropping their load and then just now we're going to have now it's going to be kind of like a slow patch until we can until like they, you know, there's more time. So it's like I also think it's partially because, you know, they like Sony or whatever, Ubisoft, whatever, just doesn't have a lot that they're willing to show off at the moment. Yeah. Microsoft, I feel like my they looked at last year and they were really thinking like, oh, so Who's all going to be there? Oh, it's just us? Cool. We'll just have our own show with them. Yeah, exactly. Why spend any time or money on E3? Well, so long, E3. You will not be missed. Uh, <laughs> Summer Games Festival will carry on your legacy. Right? I don't know. It's just like... Really, like... What did... Um, what what could, what could What was honestly going to get to the point where people were going to be like, Hey, let's... Let's go back into E3 or whatever. It's like, honestly, there was nothing. Like, no, this it would have naturally happened, but the them just dropping the ball in 2020 
companies are already doing it themselves, like hiring people to do it themselves. And they go, well, fuck it. That was so good. Let's just do it again. <laughs> we'll just do it again next year <sighs> or whatever. It, it was definitely like a product of the time. Yeah. And like everything, everything moves on from one thing to another. Still, I think even without E3, we have some of the best game showcases we've had in years these last couple of years. Yeah, absolutely. It's like between it's I've I've seen a lot of people say that they don't like the single game kind of like short little showcases or whatever either by Microsoft or Sony or mm-hmm. Nintendo. Nintendo just had one for Tears of the Kingdom and people were just kind of like this is cool, but I was like, I kind of wish we wouldn't. And I'm just like, but it showed off everything that was kind of different or whatever, you know? Yeah. And I'm just like, that was, it doesn't have to be long. <laughs> it's fine. But I'm just like, yeah, I don't. Speaking of Tears of the Kingdom, what do you think of the new gameplay? I mean, it looks, it looks like they just added on to, to Breath of the Wild. And that's, you know, that's all it really needed. Yep. So. I don't know, like, I ne- I was never really, like, um, I, was, I mean, I like Zelda. I like Zelda as much as the next guy, but I'm not, like, the. I, I never played Breath of the Wild. I'll be honest. I was like, I never played Breath of the Wild. Um, I own Breath of the Wild. I know, so does my brother, and I could just buy, borrow his game cards from him, which he's told me multiple times. I just don't care to. <laughs> you know, and I was like, I played very few Zelda games in, in reality. <laughs> I mean, I like Zelda, at, at, like, at least, but it's like, I'm not gonna go, like, over the moon insane over every single entry like a lot of people do. Yeah. I think the, like, places in the sky shit is pretty cool. Yeah, I, I the, the way you, the way, the additions Whoa. to getting around the map are pretty cool. Like, you can go, yeah. like, through, like, the ceilings and stuff. Helps you get up. Like, there's, like, a rewind feature. So that's pretty neat. So when Link... Uh, like, say he doesn't have the parachute and he just falls to the ground, does he just fucking explode into a pool of blood then? Uh, if you land on the ground, because they did they did a Minecraft uh, logic where it's like, if you land in water, it's all fine. You would absolutely not be fine. No, absolutely not. Scenario. Like, there's literally, there's literally like a moment in that where it's like he fell from a high island or whatever, and he's like diving. Yeah. He even did like a nose dive to go faster into the into the ground. And I'm like, so he's gonna activate his glider, which would you know rip off your arms, you know, <laughs> if he did try and do that. <laughs> but so he's just like, all right, let's just, um, we're just gonna land in this water, and he goes bloop, and then it was he was perfectly fine. And I'm just like, that's not how it work in real life at all. You'd be fucking you'd be zone. fucking dead. <laughs> Fucking Zelda logic, my guy. I do gotta say, Breath of the Wild, as it always has, looks absolutely gorgeous. It is a beautiful video game. So, my only question is, why can they make Breath of the Wild look like that, but Scarlet and Violet look like shit? Well, it's not being... Well, Scarlet and Violet is being made by a different studio, and... uh, I I understand that, but when you see the capabilities, and you go... And Nintendo goes, hey, Game Freak, you think you can make it look a little better than that? Uh, the answer is no. No, they can't. Well, going back to our earlier conversation, you, who, who fucking cares, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's Pokemon. You assholes will buy this shit. Exactly. Fuck. fuck you. You'll buy it anyway. You'll buy it anyway. Exactly. 
Oh. Alex, I shouldn't have watched that the PAX the PAX East thing about Final Fantasy 16. Now I just want to play I'm, it. I want to play it so bad. I'm watching it right now. It looks really good. It's the UI looks so, so clean. It looks so clean, and then he's just like, there's literally like points where he's just like, let's just walk around the whole play, like all like the the different areas in the game, and look how yeah. fucking beautiful it is. And I'm like, holy fuck. And they had that on they had it on performance mode for frame rate, and I'm like, there is still a graphics mode. And I'm just like, uh, okay. <laughs> I, I see it, that there's a chocobo button. Does that mean you can just summon a chocobo from anywhere? I like mean, like the, like, uh, a, like a mount or something like that. I mean, there's also yeah. like part of the gameplay is is that you can have three different summons on basically, so you can like, nice. You can have like uh, you can utilize the power of of a summon as like a weapon. And I'm just like, oh, that's that's pretty cool. <laughs> Curious to see how that will actually work in game. It looks fun as fuck. It does. Although, did you see that Square uh, put out recently? There is they made NFT an NFT digital card game for Final Fantasy VII. No, and I wish you wouldn't have told me that. Yeah, ain't it just swell? <laughs> for when they do one 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 moment they do really well, and the next is just like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Just drop the whole NFT thing, Square. You're doing... Please. Your non-NFT please. stuff is doing so good. Oh, man. I swear, if they put NFTs in this game, I'm I'm gonna... Uh. Yeah. I'm hoping not. Doesn't I mean, isn't the new like Isn't the new CEO of Square, like, super, super into NFTs? I don't know if he's super, super, but he's definitely still on board with them. Man, even Meta is dropping NFTs. <laughs> dude, everyone's but, dropping NFTs except for Square. And I'm just like, dude, stop, please. This, The boat has set sail. It's time for you to dock out. Right? That's not how the saying goes, but I made it work. Close enough. I'm not seeing a whole lot of gameplay with the companions, though. Which is a yeah, little weird. It's kind of just like they're there to do all their, like, well, not all their things, but like. Yeah. I don't know they're just kind of there i'm sure they're i'm sure that i think that they did this probably more for um just showing off like general gameplay and shit yeah just general gameplay for you what you'll be able to do i hope they're not sidelining the companions completely no 15 they were one of the best parts of the game no i don't i don't th- i don't think so i don't think they will being cool cameraman toast and spaghetti was so great in that game <laughs> I remember when I was at a gaming convention and my buddy was playing FF15 for the first time. Uh, we we played until we got to a resting point because I was like, dude, it's great. You can make toast. Right. <laughs> and we sat there for like 30 minutes being like, we need to make the toast. We need to make the toast. Toast. <laughs> hey, man, you need to make the cup noodles. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm excited. I'm excited to see where how sixteen takes it because it's like they have they they said there's like three general areas um, of the game as well. Nice. So we'll see how that goes. It looks great. I've heard some of the soundtrack. It sounds awesome. <laughs> the main theme is so good. Nice. <laughs> like Square. Like Square has been just dropping a bunch of soundtracks for Final Fantasy sixteen, and then the occasional song for Kingdom Hearts four. And I'm just like, oh shit! <laughs> They're releasing music for Kingdom Hearts Four already. Just like, just like snippets. Um, I see. 
And I'm just like, damn. I like how people are still keeping up with the meme where it's like, oh, are you going to have any... For the one person that asked, uh, oh, are you going to collab with Final Fantasy fourteen? not realizing that the director of sixteen is the director for fourteen? <laughs> It's it's just like man, that's uh that's funny. <laughs> Meme's still around. Let's see if Steam passed the test today. Oh probably not. Let's see. No. No, no, they did not. <laughs> oh boy, no they did not. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, this isn't even this isn't even a video game. This isn't even a video game? What does that mean? Probably means exactly what so, you mean. So, it's, um, well, uh, it's a little, it's a little difficult to explain without being too explicit. Yeah? There's, um, not a whole lot of varied game mechanics. <laughs> I guess you could say. What, not a lot of different positions or anything like that? No, it looks like they have those aplenty. <laughs> but that's all they have. 11 bad yeah. games we will d- uh, bad games in quotation marks that will die defending and one of them is Final Fantasy 13 series. I mean, yeah. Hell yeah. Also, one of them is, that they have is Mass Effect. And I'm like, I assume they mean Andromeda. Yeah. Cuz I'm like, I thought the Mass Effect games were good. Do people really defend that game? I don't know. I feel like that's one game that you don't really defend. You just kind of accept that it, it was it was a thing, but it's no longer a thing. Yeah, Andromeda has its fans. I, I guess. I, I, I haven't played. I haven't played any of it. So, like a lot of these games are extremely flawed, but they're still good. It's like Zelda Two: The Adventure of Link is a good game. The Order eighteen eighty six is a pretty video game. <laughs> Metroid what about, other what M? about Metroid Other M? Is garbage and it doesn't belong <laughs> here. I liked Resident Evil 6. I feel like I'm the only person that likes that game. Well, is that, is that the game where you punch a boulder at the end? Yeah. Or is that 5? No, that's that's 6. Hell yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's the problem with it is people meme that into the ground. Since when is Life is Strange considered a bad video game? That was always a great video game. That's interesting. PlayStation All-Stars sucks. And that game I'm, sucks. Ima- imagine they remade place they they made another PlayStation All-Stars with like the Destiny characters or whatever. I mean, well, <laughs> I don't I feel know. like it'd be good. Or like other games like I think they they they, they, can, they can do a lot of good. I mean, if it if it they made it more like uh, Smash Brothers and less like PlayStation All Stars, that's true. And I think it would be good. Just make it like multiverses, but don't suck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. I have a feeling that Sony doesn't really care to do that. <laughs> no, which which is honestly a little disappointing. Yeah, a little bit. Kind of goes back to our old point where it would be a risk and it's just one that they don't want to take. Mm. They'd rather remake uh, fucking... Horizon. <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn. I can't wait for Last of Us Part 2 remake as well. That'll be great. You know, you know what's going to happen. Oh, absolutely it will. That's They're probably already preparing that. So when uh, the 
uh, the second season for the show is out, then they'll, then they'll put this out on PC again, and it'll just be <laughs> it'll be buggy again. <laughs> Everyone can sit with their 3080s and go, man, this game is shit. <laughs> oh, man. It's not even good when it's working properly. <laughs> I don't know. Was Last of Us 2, was Last of Us 2 good? I, I never played it. never really watched people play it. But I, I assume it was pretty good. I think it just yeah. got a lot of hate for, you know, the, the, the other yeah. things. I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm not, I got to get around to watching. Because I, I, don't, I don't care to play it. But I was, like, watching either, like, all the cutscenes or somebody actually play it. What was the... Oh, wasn't there a big, like... Vo- wasn't there a big uh, actor or, like, voice actor that died not that long ago? What was his name? Like, Lance something? Lance Redrick or whatever? I think so. Yeah, Redick. Damn. Because he was, he was the voice of a lot of, like, a lot of really good uh, characters in video games. I remember that much. I don't remember exactly, but I know he was like he was he was a big character in Destiny. He was a DLC character in Horizon, I think. Yeah, he's Commander Zavala. A lot of his work was seems like it was done uh the acting side of it. I don't know, I saw that he I saw that he died like not that long ago. And I was just like, damn dude, that sucks. Who do you think is gonna be the next famous person to die? Don't I'm not gonna predict that. Okay. <laughs> it's just, some scary, there's some scary shit that happened because if all of a sudden that we say we say a person and then and then like they, they actually die, I'm not gonna want to put out. I'm, I'm gonna want to edit this part out. <laughs> <sighs> Damn, I never really played much with like Lance in it, but he seemed like everyone. Everyone generally seems like he's like he was a really good yeah. guy. So that's sucks that he was that he had died. I don't know. I don't really got much else to talk about. We could just make this a short one. <laughs> How long has this been going? I don't know, like 40 minutes, probably. 40, 45 minutes. Oh, come on. We can think of something else to talk about. I don't know. I got nothing. (laughs) What have you been playing recently? Dead Cells. Nice. Uh, The new update is the uh, Castlevania one, right? Yeah, it's pretty fun. I haven't gotten around to that. Is Is it as good as I was hoping it would be? It's pretty fun. Like the they added like uh, there's like costumes that you can get so you can play as like Richter and uh, what is it? They um, who, who else am I thinking? This is Simon. Simon. Jesus Christ! Wow! Brain fart. <laughs> so you, you, there's like ones you can do to play as them as well. Uh, it's like a two parter like. Mm-hmm. One where it's like, oh, once you complete the first part of it, then you can go to the second part, which I haven't got to yet because I'm unrusting from the game. <laughs> but I realize I haven't played that game in a while. They, they had had several major updates since I last played. Nice. And I was just like, damn, this it's is been, really cool. It's been a, It feels like it's been an eternity since I picked up that game. It's a good time. It's a good time. Nice. I highly advise it. I oftentimes wonder is like how long, how, how many more things does Ed Cell plan on doing? I have no idea. Well, there's any amount of like crossovers that they could do. Yeah, they. Did, I remember they did like the what was it, the crossover with like all the um, like other big indie games as well. Like they each have like a an item in it. 
Oh, did you want to talk about um the whole Ubisoft using AI for their their dialogue? Or... Sure. Why don't you go? But yeah. <laughs> Apparently, Ubisoft is using AI to write some uh, scripted dialogue for like their NPCs out in the world and stuff. They say they're working with their writers to create AI like this. That's like if you're using your writers anyway, then why are you making an AI program for? It was like, um, what was it? I I saw around the time around that time. Um, what was it? Uh, I saw Alana Pierce, and she's because she's a writer for uh, Sony Santa Monica, yeah. and she was just like, you know, you could spend all that money and time and effort and resources to instead of building or making AI to write, just buy, just get more writers. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the long and short of it. Pretty much. I don't like the idea of basically any AI taking over creative mediums like that. And the fact that, I think we've talked about this a few times, the fact that there are some people and some companies so insistent on doing that kind of stuff, it's kind of disgusting, honestly. Well, it's like, when it comes to this, it's like, what was it? I there was a discussion I was re, I was I was uh, listening to on um, some podcasts. Uh, they were talking yeah. about around the time of this is this is a big news as well. It was just like that. No matter how much time is spent on developing this kind of stuff, it's never going to sound genuine or yeah. F- I don't know. Like it just won't sound natural. You know. So it's like no matter how much time and effort they spend on this, it's just not it's just not going to feel the same. So I don't know why companies are doing this where it where it does where it does that, and I'm just like, because it's cheap, it makes it, it, it drives down you like less people to do or whatever. I mean, we've seen so many so many development companies, publishers, whatever downsizing. I was just in recent days, and I'm just like. I don't know, because apparently they can't afford to pay their their employees anymore, even though you know they're raking in massive profits. Fantastic. Feels like all these companies are bringing in massive profits, but they're cutting so many employees, and they say they want to use shit like AI, I guess, to bring. Is it to bring down costs? I think. I think it's. 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 It's to bring down costs because then they won't have to hire people to do it. Because what? I, what was it like? EA was cutting another so many jobs. I saw just recently there was like, didn't I see that Amazon was cutting more people as well? And some in their gaming division, there was like, I mean, Ubisoft recently had that, and I'm just like, Jesus. Microsoft had had like what was it, ten thousand employees or something like that, not that yeah. long ago. EA just cut 800 employees today. Yeah, I just saw that. Yeah, so I'm just sitting here going, just like, what do you, what do you people doing? <laughs> and they all, and they'll always say the same thing, right? They'll always say that because they're going to reorganize and reutilize their time and effort. And I'm like, what does that mean? You're just, it's corporate talk for saying we don't want these people anymore because we don't see the value in them anymore. So fuck you. Yeah, that's all it is. 
Don't believe anything you hear when it comes to that kind of stuff when it, when they when they talk about that corporate jargon because you what it really says is we don't care about these people because they don't make us money anymore. So they so they're gone. And pe- and, and people wonder is like, "Oh, but we got but there's a, there's a, the the financial collapse coming because <laughs> because the banks are failing and everything like that and they just got bailed out." <laughs> wonder why? The new Dead by Daylight patch has been pretty controversial among a lot of its player base. Why is that? Because they uh, buffed, uh, or they nerfed healing in that game pretty heavily. To the point where people are showing it off in the latest PTB and it's taking some people anywhere between like two to six minutes to fully heal, which is absurd. It should at most take a couple of seconds, but yeah, no, they they they, ner- they nerfed that shit too hard, and they had a whole bunch of other meta perks and stuff like that. They made that they took away a bunch of the utilization that the flashlight used to have. They nerfed the heal Billy for God knows what reason. No one uses him anyways. Making him worse is awful. Though, there, were, there was some good stuff. I should mention that, but it's got a lot of a lot of the community riled up, being like, "Oh, I can't wait for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game to completely kill Dead by Daylight for good." Which, if the game survived the early years with uh, bully squads and killers getting stuck in games for over two hours and shit. It'll survive this. I don't have any doubt in my mind whatsoever. Hmm. But it's it's weird. I don't really care. Like, I play that game pretty casually. I don't keep up with the meta or whatever. Yeah. I just saw a lot of people complaining about it. It's like uh, it's like every like patch that when I would play League, it was just like, oh, it's just every patch is worse because it nerfs the characters I play, but then buffs the characters yeah. I hate playing against. That kind of stuff. This patch will kill the game. This game is over. R.I.P. Right. It's how it's it always goes. By... It's how it always goes. But somehow, some way, it still keeps going. It never fucking dies. It never dies. Dead by Daylight's known for having a super whiny and complaining, uh, complaining community, though, so I'm not surprised. Uh, I was sorry. I'm just looking. I was looking through. I saw Wizards of the Coast was trending, and I was wondering why. Oh, but it was no. just. It was. It, it was just because they've they've uh, spoiled some more cards from March of the Machines. Oh. Are any of them good? Uh, I only really saw one, and it was uh, uh it was like an elder dinosaur, Altari or whatever. And it was like a double-sided one. I've also been reading the story of that, and it's like because they ha- they've been like slowly putting out the chapters for it all. It sounds really cool. Some like of it's the kind of they put out. Some of it's kind of interesting. I haven't read that like that much, but I want to read more of it. Oh yeah, they have like these invasion cards, which I'm not sure how those work. I don't know if those are like gimmick cards. Like I know there was like some like special cards that were coming in. But I don't know if they're like actually cards or if they were like for a special format. Sort of once in future. What the hell is that? 
Protection from blue and black. Whenever a cryptic creature does combat damage to a player, surveil two. Then you may cast an instant or sorcery with value two less from your graveyard without paying its mana cost. If you would cast from graveyard, exile it instead. Oh! <laughs> That's really good! Is that all? Another sword? Goodness, they've spoiled a lot of cards since uh, I last looked. The hell is incubate? That's what I want to know. Create an incubation token with two one one counters on it, and two transform this artifact. It transforms into a zero zero Phyrexian artifact creature. Do you know what incubate does, though? That that's that's what it does. So you create an oh. incubator token with two one one counters on it, and then you can transform it into an artifact creature. Well, for like how much for two, does for, for two mana. Okay. Huh. So they created a new Elish Norn, and it's oh, is a there crazy? Yeah. Oh, oh, there so, it is. I didn't, I didn't see it until just now. Vigilance. Whenever, whenever a source deal opponent. Wait. Whenever a source an opponent controls deals damage to you or a permanent you control, its source deals two less unless they pay one. <laughs> no. Th- no, they lose they lose two life unless they pay one. Still gross. Uh, but, sacrifice but, three creatures, exile Elish Norm, returns to battlefield, transformed, incubate two five times, transform all incubation tokens you control. Okay. The third one is gross. Creatures you control get plus one plus one, gain double strike until end of turn. Destroy all other permanents except for artifacts, lands, and Phyrexians. Wow. Wow. <laughs> okay. That is fucking busted. <laughs> I I think the Jinkataxius one's worse. Jinkataxius is worse. I want to... But it's good. I want to create a blue-white... Oh, my God. There's Let's a create... there's a Pelucranos as well. It's gross. Well, with the two of them, they could make, like, a really efficient stack stack, and, oh, my God, it would be gross. Bro, I'm... This is uh, disgusting. I, I, oh boy, this Pelucranos is not okay. <laughs> what is the Pelucranos? It's uh it's a three green uh, Hydra. It's a legendary creature. It's a four mm-hmm. five with reach for three mana. What the fuck? It's three green, but it's three mana. And you can pay six and a Phyrexian white to transform it. You can only activate it as a sorcery. It's transformed as a six six with reach and lifelink. And when it enters the battlefield or another t- a non-token Hydra you control dies, create a 3-3 white Phyrexian Hydra and a 3-3 three, three, uh, green and white Phyrexian creature with lifelink. One with, and I'm just like, one with reach, one with... So basically, they made a they made a, a worm coil engine for uh, green-white. Oh my gosh. I'm not okay with that. <laughs> I mean, I am because it's not like over. Oh God, there's a Warren Clex. <laughs> oh no, they're reprinting the old one. Oh, gross. Uh, listen to this shit. Itali Primal Sickness. Whenever it, yeah, it, I was looking at that Itali one. Primal Sickness deals combat damage to a player. They get that many poison counters. So it's like, if he if his attack just goes through without being blocked, you win the game with one attack. It's kind of damage they get that many. Fucking yeah, so basically it's infect gross. without with, uh, it's infect without infect. Yeah. 
and it's trample and indestructible. So they just made another Blightsteel Colossus, but sort of worse. That's cool. That's cool. I, I don't. I don't mind that at all. I mean, it takes ten mana or nine if you pay the two and two life uh, to transform it. The card costs seven, so you only need two more mana. <laughs> oh man, I tell you what, some of these cards are crazy. And then, and then there's Archangel Elspeth uh, confirming uh, confirming everyone's theories that are, that El- Elspeth is an angel. Did you see the new cinematic that came out? She I did. I did not. But it was, it it, I was is I, really I, badass. I, I I saw that it, it's out. I haven't watched it yet though. But God, could they have come up with a worse a worse Elspeth Planeswalker? Like that is awful. <laughs> uh, can you send it to me? I'm not. I'm not finding it. Oh man. It's just, it's so bland for Elspeth cards. It's just like, plus one, create a white, 1-1 one, one white soldier token with lifelink, and then minus two, put a, two 1-1 one, one counters on a creature, it begins an angel in addition to other types and gains flying. And then, like, the alt is return all non-permanent card or non-land permanent cards with mana cost three or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. I feel like the minus three is kind of decent. Well, the minus, no, that's... The minus, it's, but it's minus two is just put two 1-1 one, one counters on it, and then it's an angel? kind of bad yeah no this is really bad it's it's not good i just what 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 i don't know so what do these see how do these siege cards work i'm not sure as siege enters choose an opponent to to protect it you and other others can attack it when it's defeated exile it and cast it transformed Huh? Are these so? These are actual cards. Well, I guess we already know what's happening to uh, Elshorn. <laughs> See. Oh, you're kidding. So me. choose an opponent to protect it, and you and others can attack it when it's defeated. Exile it and cast it, transform. So does the does the opponent get the reward then, or do you get the reward, or whoever defeats it gets the reward? I'm just not sure how this works. But how do they work? I I know how the card reads, but how does it work? I imagine it has to be a new format kind of thing. No, it's 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 just a, it's a, it's a new like card type. But do you get it or does the opponent get it? Like why would you want to give this to your opponent then? So it's it's health is in the bottom corner. Think of it as like a planeswalker where it has yeah. like loyalty. Like there's a there's a number in the bottom right of the side card or whatever. So you play this, and I'm guessing... And like, So like inv- for like Invasion of Zendikar, it has three health or whatever. So when you deal three damage, you, you would have destroyed it. So you would have... And then you transform. But do you, who, gets the, who gets the transformed version of the card? I'm guessing you do. So what I'm guessing this But does, then why would an opponent want to attack it? <laughs> they wouldn't. So I'm, what I'm thinking is... It's kind of like Mind Gamer, right? Like, you can be like, okay, if you attack this for me because I'm choosing you to be the other person that can't attack it, then I'll do X for you or whatever. I'm 
I'm guessing that's why it's, it is that way. It is the way it is. Because otherwise you're just attacking your own your own card. I'm just... So, the whole thing is when it enters the battlefield, search your library for two... So, you get that first effect, and then your opponent has to... I am so confused in how these cards work. Like... So clearly, so from what I'm gathering is you do get the thing, but you have to work to get the second part of it by dealing that damage. I, I guess so. This is so. This is so weird. <laughs> this is. This just doesn't make any fucking sense. So, I guess it's up to your opponent to protect it. Otherwise, you get the extra benefit of it. Okay. <laughs> I don't... I, 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 again, don't see the point in them, but okay. Sure. What does Convoke do? Uh, you can tap uh, creatures for uh, their mana... As, like, mana. Oh. Huh. Invasion of Zendikar. I thought Zendikar was fucked. Why is Zendikar getting invaded? Uh, story reasons. Oh, okay. Basically, from the from the first chapter that I read is that uh, so all these like uh, creatures or all these planeswalkers that have been Phyrexianified, dude, Barkmolos and Fibblethip, hell yeah! I didn't see that card before. Wait, what, Barkmolos the, the Fibble? It's the it's the Cyclops it's the Gruel Cyclops with Fibblethip. The fuck is a Fibblethip? What he's he's a little homunculus guy who's always lost. Oh, here it is. When it, when it enters the battlefield or attacks, draw a card, then you may discard any number of lane cards. When you discard one or more cards this way, deals twice that much damage to target creature. Put, put it third for the top of its of its owner's library. That's funny. It, that's not very... I mean, the, the, I mean when it, if you can keep it on the battlefield, that's pretty good. But it's like, I didn't see that card. And so I, when I saw it, I was is like, hell yeah, good? my boy Fibblethips back. I mean, I like Fibblethips. This card... Seems like kind Yo, of garbage. One of the one of the battle cards is for it's a fairy. Wait, okay, what? interesting. Uh, invasion of New Phyrexia. It enters the battlefield. Create X number of two two white and blue knight creatures with vigilance. And then if you defeat it, you get a you get it to fairy, which is plus two. Draw two cards. Discard two cards unless you discard a creature card. You gain an emblem where knights you control gain plus one O and have ward one. What? On it's a fairy okay. card? That doesn't make any damn sense. Minus three, tap three, tap X creatures you control. When you do, shuffle target non-land permanents your opponent controls the value mana X or less into its owner's library. I mean, I guess the That's whole a- point is to make a bunch of knights, then get then get to fairy and then get make those knights big it feels weird to have a knight synergy on teferi it makes no you damn sense would, you think that would be for the uh fucking fucking uh avison elspeth yeah planeswalker there's a rankle and a torbion oh my god barrel barrel's back baby i still don't understand the invasion cards like i do but i don't <laughs> oh that's kind of scary Oh, that's interesting. I just looked what? at the card, Traumatic Revelation. The card itself isn't like that interesting, 
but the yeah. card the card art itself is the completed Nissa is squaring against Chandra. So that's, that's interesting. Yeah, that's gonna be lore wise, it's gonna be pretty interesting to see that happen because yeah. they used to be best friends, right? They used to basically Lord be lovers thinking. for a little while. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I'm going to feel bad. I don't like that. Oh, there's a Marchesa. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Invasion of Fior- of uh, Fiora, I think. I don't know. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, choose one or both. Destroy not all legendary creatures. Destroy all non-legendary creatures. <laughs> okay. Marchesa, Resolute Monarch attacks. Remove all counters from up to one target permanent. Oh, okay. Geez. At the beginning of your upkeep, if you haven't dealt combat damage since your last turn, draw a card and you lose a life. Whoa. That's good. That's <laughs> that, really good. That's really good. And, like, dealing four damage to this to this little siege here, that's not that hard to get a 3-6. And it's a board wipe? Bruh. That's really good. Oh no! Oh no! There's 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 a there's a masterpiece Skitherix <laughs> for the collectors. What? There's a there's a uh, so there's a special a card art for Skitherix in this uh, that's going to be in this set. Oh, it's just like a collector's card, not actually like a in the set part. Yeah, so they were uh, reprinting a lot of the, uh, some. Uh, the uh, older cards. They're doing the same thing with the old uh, Elish Norn. Yeah, old Elish Norn, um, the old Warnclex, stuff like man, that. Fuck Skitherex. <laughs> right? Fuck, fuck the Skitherex, man. What's backup? When a creature enters the battlefield with a woman counter on target creature, if that, if that's another creature, it gains the following abilities in addition to its <laughs> until end of turn. Weird. Set's already looking bonkers. And I feel like every time Chandra gets a new new Planeswalker card, it's the exact same as the last one. It's because they're all shit. <laughs> Chandra doesn't have that many good Planeswalkers. Oh, yeah, I see what you mean by, well, we know what happens to Elspeth now. Or, uh, Elish Norn. Elspeth kills her. Yeah. Which was kind of hinted no, at. No, I, I was going to say, uh, what's his name? Karn kills her. He's the one holding up her head, right? Oh, well, I see Elspeth Smite, which is has uh, which is a picture of Elspeth driving a giant blade into Elspeth's chest, or Elshorn's chest. Elshorn's chest. <laughs> oh yeah, I see that now. Elshorn screamed as light pierced her. Her nightmare had become flesh. I was looking at fucking um, Mur- Miradin Avenged. You were my mistake. I will forever bear the weight of your horrors and of your end. Oh, cool! There, uh, Johnny gets cured somehow. Very gave them time. Karn gave them a chance, but it was uh, Malira who paid the ultimate price to free a Johnny from Afraxia's grasp. Who's Malira? So what? Who's Malira? Uh, not a clue. <laughs> I guess she was a new character in um, All Will Be One. I guess. Oh, maybe it's the maybe we actually get the wanderer's name. Is that the wanderer? Uh, it's she's she's called the living cure. Oh, Malira. Oh, yeah, she's uh, yeah, she was supposed to be have like the 
She's like the card that's like all, like the anti-poison counter or like anti-poison cards. I see. And maybe she can cure uh, Nessa while she's at it. No, that'll be Elspeth because she'll like come in with all the Halo from uh the, the, from Campina. Fucking Chandra will come in for some hot lesbo sex and <laughs> she'll cure herself. Right. Hey, but what will happen to Jace and his, and his uh, snake lover, uh, Varaska? Didn't Varaska already die? Am I... uh, she got Phyrexianified. Yeah. Did Jace also get Phyrexianified? He did. He did. So they're good. They can have weird tentacle sex. I mean, they were already doing they, they were already doing that, but just with snakes. And now they can do it with. Fucking mystery tentacles. All right, we should probably we should probably call it <laughs> before we just talk about <laughs> more more nonsense. It's probably like boring as fuck for anyone that doesn't like magic. <laughs> this last like I don't know half hour or so. It's our podcast. We can talk about whatever we want. Right, right. But I say we call it there. Thank y'all yeah. so much for for watching and listening to whatever <laughs> the fuck this last half hour was, especially. But this entire yeah. podcast. We did that for a half an hour. <laughs> how the oh fuck? Did, how the fuck? Did, it was close enough to a half hour. I'll say that much. <laughs> so, uh, be sure to uh, follow that guy over there and uh, follow the podcast and subscribe and like, review. I, I don't know. Just just do stuff. That'd be awesome. If you don't do it, it's whatever. <laughs> Fuck you, watch our podcast. Yeah, fuck you, watch the podcast. Let's do it. Love it. But it's okay if you don't. (laughs) Anyway. You're going to fucking watch this podcast. Anyway, we will see y'all next week for another whatever the fuck. (laughs) Probably talking about how March of the Machines has more broken cards. But (laughs) anyway, see you next time. Bye-bye.